bam we're live check out check out this sound this is when i put on my headset this morning this is what i heard listen listen this is the this is the roadcaster pro like my seventh one ready roadcaster pro two or something listen you hear that that that's because the phone's hooked up and then as soon as i disconnect the uh phone bluetooth man man I, th I think this is the only equipment that I don't think I have a choice. I think I have to have, I don't think they have a competitor. So it's, it's what I'm stuck with. Annoying though. Just like, ugh. just work. It's, it's not cheap. I guess it's not expensive either. It's a $500 piece of equipment. And it does a lot of shit. And and I guess as long as, like, if I don't mind, here, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to rehook it up now just in case someone were to call in. And um, that's why, it's, that way, that way it's hooked up. Bam. Let's see. Okay. So someone calls me. There we go. Uh, good morning. Uh, Jason Hopper's coming on the show today. I don't, uh, that's a great question. Does Blackmagic or AJA make one? I'm not sure if they make one that takes a phone. I just haven't seen one that takes a phone. Mary, good morning. Takes a phone. Uh, allows uh, a phone to be hooked up to it with a live call-in number. Good morning, Mary. I'm standing on my rock pad. I'm sitting on it with my feet on it would be more accurate. Miss Pugface, it's been a minute. Good to see you. Good morning. Vindicate. I think about you every morning, Travis, when I get dressed. Not when I put my pants on, but when I put my shirt on. Um, Caved Astro, there are competitors to Roadcaster, but they suck. Speaking of competitors, you know who I have a you know who's a competitor of the show? Um, I forget the name of her podcast. Glinton, Glinton, Glinton things, Glinton, Glinton things. Maybe that's the name of it. Glinton things. She was a guest on the show, and now she has her own podcast. Oh yeah, here it is. Here it is. And I haven't, she has one that's called, oh, um, oh, she has a new one out. Um, she interviewed someone from Gays Against Groomers. She also texted me and told me she liked my haircut. Oh, my God. Really? Really? Are you fucking kidding me? I know what. I know what's what, up. What's up? I know what happened. What are you talking about? You. I know what happened. You just rolled out of bed. You didn't want to warm your voice up. <clears throat> about, 90 minutes, about 90 minutes ago. No, you did not. You woke up 90 seconds ago. I can, you still have that dry stuff in your mouth. I watched you for, uh, backstage. You were, you're still waking up. <laughs> I was, that was a bagel, dude. Uh, oh, okay, good. All right. So you're even fueled. Yeah. <laughs> well, some refined sugars just to get you turbo fueled, like you're about to do something important. Just put deodorant on because I was getting uh, sweaty pits. What? What have you since you've been hi? Thanks for coming on, dude. I'm excited. Good morning, dude. I sense a trend. You you sense a a weekly rhythm? I, I don't know weekly, don't get crazy, but I sense something, something. Even your wife's only monthly, just be cool. <laughs> monthly, monthly. Be cool. Good morning, bro. I oh wanted, I wanted to match your uh swig and swallow. Uh good to see you. Good to see you, dude. You've been good. Hey. Is, it, is it just us this morning? It is. The, the most popular show on YouTube that this podcast has done in the last 30 days was when um you, uh, last time you were on. You're lying. 
No, I'm not lying. And 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 the Rogue Invitational was huge for us. That week was massive for us, the number of views. But um, Souza pointed out to me last night at 8.32 p.m. He said, wow, the last time that show we did with, um, it was uh, you and Hiller. And then when you got off, um, Hunter came on and analyzed you. And that was our biggest show. <laughs> I saw that. I stayed on for a little bit and listened to what he had to say. That was our, uh, what did you think about his analysis? He's concerned about your mindset. I mean, he just doesn't know me. Yeah, um, that's true. He doesn't know you, but he, but, but he was, uh, he was very sober in his analysis and he's a champion, right? Yeah, he was, but I mean, at the same time, he wasn't mean. No, he wasn't at all. Um, but he just, I feel like there were some things that he just doesn't, he didn't learn all about me in that, in the time that mm -hmm. I was speaking in the 45 minutes that I had to, um, tell y'all like what was going on. Um, so, I mean, from his from his point of view, I mean, sure, but like, he doesn't know. He's never seen me compete. Right. Uh, he's never seen like my history. He's never seen like I think the first thing he said was like I like already subconsciously lost or something. Um, but from like a from the forty five minutes that he got to know me, um, I mean, if that was his conclusion, then sure. But I mean, for for you or for anybody who's, who see me compete, like, um, I, I do have a, a killer instinct about my, you know, about the work that I do. Uh, like I, I'm not just going to go and, and purposely lay an egg, um, at a competition. Like I'm going to go and, and, and I might not win. I might not, you know, show up and do my best, but I'm like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna hunt. And so for him to be like, I subconsciously lost, he just, there's a lack of understanding about who I am um, there. Let, let me ask you this. There's this, um, there's this, and bear with me here. I'm, I'm going to speak in sweeping generalizations, but there's kind of like this religious credo, right? So um, everything happens for a reason. It was God's plan, right? Or like the Buddhist would say, don't argue with reality. Or, you know, if someone died in your life, you know, um, the Christians, your Christians might gather around you and be like, remember that it, it's all part of God's plan. Yeah. And, it, and, and when, when athletes say that, and, and I'm, and I may, may be mischaracterizing you, so I apologize. But when athletes say that you had a little bit of your, of that attitude last time you were on, like, I'm just going with the flow. I understand that there's been some hardships and some hurdles um, and, and, I, and I'm, I'm working through them and, and, and I can handle it. It's like, it's okay. But I think what, what athletes what they people want to hear or they think that they want to hear is I'm fucking pissed. I'm coming back harder and stronger. Fuck this bullshit. I'm a fucking caged animal. You know what I mean? Like right. there's a, and so to you who, who I think is a deeply um, moral high valued man. Um, I, I, I don't know. Does any of that resonate with you? I don't even, I don't even know what I'm asking, but does any of that resonate with you that there's, there's sure. two sides of you? Like, fuck you. I took 30th, but like, like, let me just show you one thing real quick before you answer that. This is why this is why it's hard to say that you're not the future of the sport. This is absolutely maybe the most fucking athletic thing we've seen uh, in, in the history of CrossFit. Now, maybe there's equally athletic things, but this is absolutely nuts what you did here. This is and this is against the great Fikowski who didn't have one fucking error and you completely blow him out of the water. This is from the Rogue 2023 Invitational. Watch this. This is the duel event. Fikowski's having a perfect run 
and you're already breaking the head. Look at that. Look at that lean you have. You have to slow down. He doesn't even have to lean. Look at the way you grab the bags. And then that transition as you attack the bucket. Dude. Holy shit, dude. This is nuts. I mean, I mean, sure, you could say there are like moments like that that bring out that that part of me and, you know. You think that's a different you right there? That's not just like, hey, all of those things happen to fall in your bucket, but that's also a different Jason. That's like you – is that you running at, at a 10? Hot? Perfect? Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I was having, I was having a lot of fun out there for sure. Um, I mean – but at the same time, like you could look at, a, you could see that athleticism, and and be like, oh, he's like the future of the sport. But then you have to also put on the, on the same token, like I can't do a bar muscle up or the on a log like these other people are naturally just doing. It. And so like, there's like, why why is it? Why does my athleticism come out in those moments? Like, why does it look so good? Like, oh, he's like nine day faster than all these other athletes, but like. I can't figure out how to to do a pullover when all these other athletes are just naturally, you know, picking it up, you know? And so like there, there is yes and no, yes and no. Like there are some things that are limiting, limiting me from being like the future of the sport um, that I have to just figure out. Um, and so if you, if people are going to say like, Hey, look at that footage and say, Hey, like future of the sport, he's like the most athletic in the sport. Like you also have to, on the same token, bring up the, the fact that there's some things that that I'll struggle with. And strong like bull. I mean, the, I mean, the way you move the bag. I mean, most of that's just grunt work. I mean, I mean, we know that I'm I'm not going to struggle with anything that's like you know just put your head down and go as fast as you can. I think I'm I think my Achilles heel is going to be stuff that I have to like think about. You know. Um, so, so when is it, when is it like, this is God's plan and fuck you. I'm not happy with this. How, how do both <laughs> of those live in you? It's both. And at the end, at the end of the day, none of us are in control. Um, and so like when I go out there and give my best, it's, uh, it's, I mean, it's me obviously working, but at the same time, it's like, you know, my beliefs, I'm not in, I'm not in control of my own destiny. Um, and so it's, a uh, it's a both and type thing, you know, like I give my best and, you know, I, I also believe that where I end up is, is, you know, orchestrated by, by God. It's a, it's a, I mean, I know it doesn't sound like very, uh, like it doesn't make sense, but it's, it's a mystery and that's what you just gotta, that's why obviously we, we have a, or a, an entire, you know, religion per se on faith is like, you got to live with that faith. The fact that he is in control. Um, but that doesn't make me just lay down and, you know, act like, like, Hey God, just take care of everything. No, like I have a responsibility in my life to, to steward the things that I have. And, um, it's a, it's a both and thing. It's a part, it's a partnership, if you will. Um, I want to look at that word response ability. So, so you take 30th at the games and you explain to us in, in a way that I've never heard any other athlete ever explain. It was, it was the best part of that last podcast where basically like 
you explain what uh, kind of like a, an emotional wound is. It's like, hey, you put in all this hard work and, and, and then you didn't get what you want. It's kind of, kind of like you washed your car and then you parked it at the mall and you came back and like 30 birds shit on it. And you're after you spent three hours washing your brand new car, you're like, what the fuck? Dude, I've, I've heard you like after ever since that podcast, I've heard you like tell like at least five people. That's the best way I've ever Dude, I never understood it. I never understood. I never understood what it meant to be like uh, uh, emotionally wounded, like like in sports. It always just sounded like some just like just pussy shit to me. But like, I get it now. Now I fully get it. It's like because I see my kids get like that all the time. They build a Lego tower and the dog comes over and knocks it over and they're fucking like like they see all their work. Just not yeah. they don't get what they want from their their hard work. Right. So so that happens to you. And you come back and you simultaneously are trying to heal that emotional wound and but still train. So you find some happy middle ground with about half the training. Instead of four yeah, hours like, a day, you go to two hours a day. Right? Yeah. I mean, some some days it was I mean, most days I woke up and you know, I headed to the gym and you know, I did your generic class strength, like build to a heavy in 20 minutes. Um, like there was no, there was not much structure to a lot of the things I was doing. You know, I'd, you know, go in there, pick a few things that I, you know, wanted to do in a Metcon, throw something together. Um, I obviously talked to Jake about this stuff. Like we collaborated, but a lot of it was, I was so turned off to a lot of the things in training, like accessories, um, like any sort of like skill stuff like i was like so fed up with you know doing a bunch of strength stuff like i just wanted to go there and and really just hurt like i just wanted to go to the gym um and you know be in there for you know 90 minutes to two hours get the work done and then get out of there like there wasn't a lot of a whole lot of motivation um to to be around honestly um and so yeah i had a i had to balance that with obviously i had the second best the second biggest competition of the year coming up in a month. Um, and I obviously like, I want to be there. Like I want to do well at rogue, but I, at the same time in the back of my mind, I'm like, I'm not going to be completely ready for this. Um, and so, yeah, like I, I accepted that, uh, for sure. And so like, it was, a, uh, it was, a. Uh, it was tough to manage for sure. Because like, at the same time, like I wasn't, I wasn't the most motivated. Like I didn't want to, I didn't want to be at the gym all the time. Um, and there was, obviously there was better days sometimes. And then there was, you know, tough days, tougher days, but from a, a general consensus, like looking back on the last, you know, two months, most of the days I was kind of like, I was dragging ass, honestly. Um, you know, just checking boxes, going through the motions. Between the games and rogue. Between the games and rogue. Yeah. Hey, did you, did you, um, want to go to rogue and specifically like, so when I schedule, when I schedule a podcast, I want to do it. Mm-hmm. And then the night before I'm like, what did, what did I do? do you know I got, I mean? I, and it doesn't go away <laughs> until I come. It does. It actually doesn't go away until I come in here and I see you and then it goes away. But up until the very second, the podcast started, I'm, there's a little tiny part of me is like, why'd you schedule this? You know what there I mean? Was, like, like I could be sleeping or like eating a bowl of cereal or fucking masturbating or something. <laughs> there was like this uh, feeling 
of obviously when you when we go into a competition, there's a lot of anxiety and you know stress and nervousness for all of us. And so, um, yeah, like the the month leading into the, into Rogue, I didn't necessarily. I wanted to be there, but I also didn't want to at the same time. Like I didn't, I wasn't, I wasn't ready. Like I didn't know how it was going to go. You know, I wasn't doing a lot of, you know, I wasn't very strong in the month of October and, and I knew Rogue would be really like heavy. physically strong. Yeah. I mean, I, I just didn't have my squat. Like I wasn't, you know, peaked at like my squat and my all, like Olympic lifts. Like if we had to max out a, a snatch, like, there's no way I would be hitting 300 or, you know, stuff like that. And so like going into rogue, um, there was like this bit of like, there was a, like this, I don't really want to, I don't want to go and like crap the bed again, honestly. Um, because that wasn't fun at the games. Uh, and I just didn't want that to happen again. And so dealing with that, like that burnout of like, I just wasn't getting ready for this competition. And, that made me feel like pretty hesitant about going um, because it was such a big opportunity. And then obviously when I got there, you know, all this, any, whenever you have like, whenever you get nervous, you're like, Oh my goodness. Like you kind of like flee from those feelings. Like you're like, I'd rather be doing something else. Um, and this is honestly with all, I can't really, I can, I think I could speak for most athletes. Um, but before we honestly go out for that first event, we're all like, why are we do? Why, are, why do we choose this sport? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's all, that's all of us. Uh, and so, you know, that, that day leading into the first event, there was definitely the, those thoughts of like, what have I done? <laughs> that was the, that was that crazy run event too, right? Yeah. Yeah. And then the second they say go, that's all out the door. All out the door. Yeah, that's awesome. I, I, I wonder. If I, I think that's like what what Hunter when he said like I subconsciously lost that 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 was his. That's where he's lacking some understanding with me is like I do have killer instinct when it comes to like those style workouts, and I feel like when he says like I just automatically lost as soon as that as soon as we went like they said go like everything went out the window like everything else and it was it was all about winning. It was all about racing. It was all about like, how can I just headhunt right now? Um, and obviously, I you know I didn't win that event, um, but I mean, you get the idea. Like, but, but you could have. I don't know, man. Jeff is pretty good. Uh, uh, family fit six. Funny story. My son went up to Jason Hopper to say hi, and Jason Hopper asked him who his favorite CrossFitter was. My son proceeded to say Jason, uh, Justin, uh, Jason, Justin Medeiros. <laughs> I don't, even, I, don't, I don't remember that. <laughs> <laughs> You're a good dude. Uh, Thomas Stroud. A hopper's an insanely self-aware uh, human being. Thank you. Thank you, Thomas. Um, I get that a lot, honestly. Um, I spoke with him after the 2022 CrossFit Games. He shared his life testimony. He's more cognitive people than people give him credit for. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> I could be I could be dumb sometimes for sure. Uh, actually, humble, not fake humble. I don't know what that's in reference to, but let's just say he's talking about you. Are you just posting all that? How many people we got live right now? Uh, Three thirty-four. Hey, nice. was that weird seeing Taylor and Marconi and Matt Torres 
all together on Pedro's podcast, I was tripping. I didn't even that know that was what, pretty weird. I didn't listen to like, the podcast. I wanna I wanna go listen to it, but that was pretty weird. It's like seeing DC uh superheroes and Marvel superheroes in the same comic. You're like, yeah. well, you guys aren't in the same world. Yeah, and that was weird. I don't even know if they have ever met Jake and uh Taylor, like in person. It could be because Jake's your coach and and um uh and Taylor's kind of your thorn in your side. <laughs> That's exactly right. And Matt Torres is just like some imaginary figure in Florida. That's exactly right. <laughs> How crazy is Matt Torres's uh, trip? Five athletes at the games. That's kind of that's nuts, right? Do you ever think about what it would be like to be a coach? Dude, he tells. I, I I'm actually pretty close with Matt. Um, he tells me some some of the stuff that you know he deals with when as a coach, and it's crazy. I mean, all of them. Um, obviously, Matt more because he has more athletes. Feast. He had Fee Sagafi, Emma Carey, Danielle Brandon, Dallin Pepper, and James Sprague all at the CrossFit Games. It's it, it's it, it's um. They're all, but the, the, I think the hard thing is they're all like so different. So it's kind of like how do you manage all these emotions? Nah, those guys are all the same. <laughs> Dude. What a wild bunch of characters, dude. Did you ever see that movie, um, Young Guns? It's old. No. Oh. No. Yeah, it, it, it is. It, I can't think of a more uh, different group of people. Are you are you an easy athlete to coach? Uh, I can be. Um, I, I just, I like to have a lot of, like, say in my programming. Like, a lot of these athletes... We'll just get their program be like, whatever coach says, like, I'll just do whatever he says. Um, I like to have – I'm a lot more hands-on. Like, I like to be a lot more collaborative with Jake. Um, and so I feel like there could be some frustrations there as far as, like, if I want to do something that he doesn't think is best, there could be some, you know, tension there. Um, yeah, obviously. Do you, apart from do you that, trust apart from yourself that. like that? Like, can you give me, give me an example of what you mean by collaborative? Like, big, like, he'll, like he'll, he'll send me a workout maybe. And, um, like, let's say I struggle with bar muscle ups more than ring muscle ups. And he sends me a workout on Monday that has ring muscle ups in them. And I'm like, Hey, this would, pro this may be more effective. This may push the needle a little bit more if we do bar muscle ups here. So and can, I would ask. So you can work on them. Yeah, I work on them more than ring muscle ups. Um, and I would ask him, and some days he'd be like, yeah, for sure, go for it. And then, perfect. Some days he'd push back and be like, hey, let's do ring muscle ups, and there would be some some tension. Or I'd be like, all right, yeah, for sure. I mean, obviously, there's a million of these conversations happening. Some days I'm just like, for sure, yeah, I agree. And then some days I'm like, I could get frustrated. Honestly, depends on where I'm at emotionally that day. <laughs> Honestly. Um, but that's one example. Or he'll send me like the program. Um, you know, the the day before we actually start and we talk about it. And I mean, there's a million different, you know, conversations that could be had, but there could there has been some like I wouldn't say frustrations because Frustration is something that's like built up over time, but I'm more like, Hey, can we change this? Like I'd rather, or I'll get the program for the week and maybe 
I won't see enough of something that I want to work on. Um, like I won't see enough of, uh, let's say, handstand push-ups. Let's say I want to hit this this amount of handstand push-ups a week, and I'll get the program, and there's that's a little short or something. Um, I'll be like, hey, can we do more? And he'll be like, no, bad idea. I'm like, but more is better. <laughs> so me just being a hardhead, uh, most of the time, most of the time he's right. And so uh, it's me just being, you know, immature. But can you, can you look, can you just take something like um, uh, you, you were saying um, muscle ups or the pullovers aren't your best. Can you just, can you just take that and be like, Hey, in eight weeks, I'm going to be the best in the world at it. No, I mean, that's pretty unrealistic. It, it is. Why can't you, you can't just take a weakness. It's not like you're, um, it's not like, it's not like you, you, you're going for a 400 pound snatch in eight weeks. It's, it's, I mean, can't you just find it, these things that are like that and just fucking attack them and just, and just, and just work them out? You or, can, or is but it really it, at the, at the suffering of other things. It's just a slap in the face to the people, the gymnasts who have been doing it for years and years and years. I mean, that's why like Pat Vellner so good at gymnastics is because he was doing that for years for him, for me to be like, Oh, I can pick this skill up in eight weeks and be better than you. Is mean, it's a slap in the face. It, it, be, it would be like, it would be like someone being like, Hey, I'm going to do these C2. I'm going to do a C2 progression on a, on a C2 bike and I'm going to be better than you on a C2 bike in eight weeks. I'm like, I mean, you can try, but I mean, well, let me, let me put this out there and, and I know it's a bad, bad example cause he's the best that ever did it. But basically Matt went from this being like the worst at the sprint event at the games or, you know, bottom five to the best in the world at the sprint event. Yeah. That, that's, um, a fucking, that's a pretty wild thing to fit. That's a pretty wild thing to fix. It is. Um, but the thing is with Matt, it was like, he n- never, he didn't grow up sprinting. He grew up lifting and, you know, he's, he's, he has a lot of good body awareness for sure, but he never lacked sprinting capabilities. He always just, he just never sprinted. Um, okay. Okay. He had like the potential to be a really good sprinter. Um, he just, I guess, I mean, I really don't know his past, but I'm sure I'm obviously he didn't sprint a lot when he was, you know, growing up. Is there anything you're attacking now with like, you're like, Hey, I'm going to fucking crack the code on this. I'm going to be like, I'm going to, I'm going to become the best. Like, like the bar muscle up thing. Are you like, fuck it. I'm, I don't, I don't think I'm thinking about, I'm going to become the best. Um, because that's just like so far away. Like I'm pretty realistic about, you know, expectations. I do have a, like, I'm not waking up saying like, I'm going to be the worst of this forever. Um, like I'm never, it's never that it's more like, Hey, I want to get, I'm going to be like, I'm going to be good at these things eventually. Like if I just keep pushing the needle, if I keep working, if I keep like learning how to maneuver my body around things properly, then I'm going to be a lot better than I am now. Um, but to say like, I'm to turn a weakness into a strength. It would be fucking crazy for your confidence. A weakness. It would. It would. Um, the thing, the, th- the thing I have, the thing I have a problem with is, for some reason, there's a a lack of body awareness that I have. Like I'm sure I could be athletic, and you know you can say all those things, but I do have a lack of ability to 
move my body efficiently around things. Um, and I think it, it takes time for me to learn these things. Like it takes time for me to, to learn a, a pullover the correct way. And what is happening in the sport and in these competitions is these things are being brought up at last minute. And I'm not, I'm not like prepared enough to like, like the log muscle up. Like it's not that I couldn't do a log muscle up. It's the fact that I haven't been like preparing for that log muscle up um, to the point where like I would be able to compete in a competition and, and do really well in. Um, at the end of the day, it just takes time for me. Uh, but if it was jumping over something, you could jump over 50 different things better than anyone else because because that is something that you're good at jumping jumping over shit. And so if they change if they change it to a bale of hay or a log or you could adapt to that. But you're saying as far as you're saying like something like a muscle up, you're not even the best at a muscle up. And so then when they change the to the, the kind of muscle up, it's even harder for you. Yeah, exactly. But I've also like grew up. I grew up jumping over stuff. You know? right, I grew, right. I grew up. I grew up running. I grew up doing all these things. Um, it just takes time for me to to actually like learn these things. A lot of these guys, like you know, they'll they'll see something for the first time, and you know, they'll just easily pick it up. And uh, no matter how athletic I am, like it's just tough for me to. And so I need time. I need. That's why it's super crucial for me to like actually be prepared for these competitions. Um, like think about everything that could possibly show up and start drilling them like now um, or else like they'll release something. I don't know when we're there. And if I haven't touched it, then I mean, it, it's, it's most likely it could be bad because it takes, it just takes time for me. And that's not a bad thing. I just need to be, I just need to make sure that I am prepared way, you know, before time. That, four inch log that you did the bar muscle ups on what would what do you think the people at home don't know about it like so what's something you know from touching that that the people at home is there anything that stands out that when you touched it you're like oh people have no fucking clue at home watching this yeah it's more like a strict bar muscle up honestly um like you can't exaggerate the kip um and i feel like i you have to have so much body awareness when it comes to like a strict muscle up um a strict bar muscle up and like knowing how far to like actually kip and how much you can't kip in that, and that's in that like moment. And I just don't have that. And so like a lot of people say like, well, I can't he do like, like it just can't be that much harder than a bar muscle up. And at the end of the day, it just is for me. Uh, and I, I feel like people don't understand like that. You can't, there's a certain way to do the bar muscle ups the most efficiently um, in the most effective way. And, um, that's, I mean, other than that, I don't know if there was anything that there. Is that thing slippery? Is it, it was, crazy? Uh, no, it's not crazy smooth. It's pretty smooth. Yeah. But not slippery. Uh, no, we all had our, like our, our hands and fingers taped for the most part. And so you get a little bit of purchase on there with the tape. Yeah. You ever turn the tape the other way around? So it's really sticky. Are you allowed to do that? <laughs> how would it stay on your fingers Dude, uh, i don't know fold, fold it or something <laughs> L layer it are you allowed to do anything like that in crossfit are you allowed to put what's that stuff they put on your hands in um baseball uh pine tar yeah are you allowed to do stuff like that do they are there rules on that 
Um, I'm not sure. I mean, they probably wouldn't like check your hands Until unless they saw unless they saw something on your hands. They would need one person needs to do it before it becomes illegal. Yeah, I mean, I don't think. Hand, go ahead. Did your hands rip it, Rogue? Um, I got a little little rip, but not as bad as some other some other folks. Did you see some nasty shit? Dude, that log messing people up. I mean, I didn't do all the log muscle up, so I got lucky. Uh, but uh, yeah, that and the the monkey bars messing people up. How how were the monkey bars? It, originally, the rule was I think that you were gonna have to do them unbroken. Did you do them? No one did them unbroken, huh? No, maybe Noah. What what gave when you're on them and you want to come down? What gives? What's the weak point? Your hand, your grip, or your shoulders, or? Yeah, your grip. And it was slippery. I think, you know, no one knew whether to wear grips or not. Um, because it was it was pouring and we didn't know if the, the grips would make it worse or, you know, help. And so a lot of people were going out with tape. A lot of people were going out with nothing. A lot of people were going out with grips. So no one really knew. But uh, for me, it was slippery, but the grips the grips were definitely the move. So I got kind of lucky. I actually did the first round without grips. And because I was fresh, I was able to actually just get through them. But the the second round, I was like, I have to have grips or this would be this would get bad. And so, what the, you just had them dangling, so you just used them? No, I had them flip backwards and then I oh. second round forward. And and some guys didn't have that. They didn't they didn't wear them out there. Why wouldn't you wear them out there just in case? I don't know. I don't know. You should ask them. the the first The first time I interviewed you, you were um, at a church and you were working there. Yeah. Are you going back? To, are you back at that church? Do I work there? Do you work there? Or do you attend it now? No, I attend a different church. How come you don't attend that one? Um, you, had a, you had a falling yeah, out. That's a, that's a, no. Uh, oh, oh. Just new scenery. I, you know, grew up in that church. Um, that was like the only thing I knew. And I think I just needed to take a different step in the, in the, in the journey. Is switching churches like switching coaches is like, you go over there, you got to tell the pastor, Hey, I, I, good. Thank you for introducing me to God. It's been good. My first 20 years, <laughs> I appreciate, but I'm switching to, is, is that an intense shift? Is there like a betrayal or a, it, uh, it's kind of similar, honestly, now that you've mentioned that, um, because people think that church is sort of for them and they go there to like get fed, if you will. Um, and they'll leave churches if like it's not working out um, as far as like they're not getting what they're looking for. Um, and it, I guess it could be, you know, similar to, to coaching is like it's never like the coach's problem. It's always you or it's, it's never your problem. It's always the coach's problem. And I feel like it's always, it's kind of like that with church. It's like, Hey, it's never my issues. It's like the church isn't feeding me. The church is doing this wrong. The church is the church, the church, the church. Um, so yeah, I mean, for sure. I think there's some similarities for sure. Like, so, so you go there and there, and when you say fed, you're, you're looking for, yeah, like uh, stories or guidance or connection to God. That's the stories yeah. and guidance and connection. 
Yeah, it's a little bit deeper than that. Like a lot of people, whenever you're, whenever you go to church, I mean, you're looking for, you're obviously, you want to get taught. Um, you want the, the Bible to be preached. You want worship to be, you know, um, like obviously spiritual. You want it to be, you want to leave being encouraged. You want to leave, leave. Um, you want like a good community there. You like, there's, there's so many factors that you want in a, in a church. And what the, uh, the, the problem could be is like you leave and the teaching isn't very good. You know, like you're not leaving, like it's very like basic. It's very, it's for like the, the non-believer or something like it's, uh, it's, it's not like, it's not hitting where you want it to hit, you know, um, worship's not very good or like, there's so many factors that you could, you could like not like about the church that you go to. And a lot of people will leave because like they want something that, that will, you know, reach their, like reach whatever they're looking for. Um, and a lot of that, a lot of that thing, they're looking for a perfect church is, which is an unrealistic idea because all churches have flaws. And, uh, yeah, I mean, a lot of people would just look and and keep looking and never be satisfied. And I don't even know what, what did you ask about the, the the question. Let me let me read this and then I'll and I'll bring you bring you back. Wadzombie, he's giving like a hypothetical, like I like someone might like your pastor might call you and be like, I saw you at the Holy Eternal uh, Faith um, Instagram account. Uh, when were you going to tell me? So like, so it is like that. Like, you're, why did you switch churches? Um, I switched because something to hit different your best friend switched churches. No, 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 no. I, uh, I left because I worked there and I grew up going. And so like when I quit my job to do CrossFit, yeah, there was this like, uh, it's hard. It's kind of hard to explain. I felt like going there was still my job. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. I had yeah. to, yeah, I had to, I had to start somewhere new for sure. Um, that's what it's like when I hang when I hang out with Greg because he's my boss for so long, but now he's not my boss. But it but it's weird. It's a little weird. Like I'm still yes, ready. Yeah, yeah. I'm still ready to serve. I'm like, what? What? Do you, what? what do you <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, so like, I didn't have any. Like I wasn't like working there, but I would still show up and 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 feel like this obligation to like, like. And you and you wanted to show that there is a, a parishioner, not an employee. Is that right? A parishioner is that what it's called? A parishioner. I just wanted yeah. to be a. A layman. <laughs> a, 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 a layman. Look up layman. No, no, don't tell him what to do. Uh, uh, a, a person who goes to a particular local church, a parishioner. You just wanted to be just like a regular attendee. Yeah. Yeah, but you're so not regular. It's never going to happen. Um, so, yeah. And um, uh, so, so you come back home and you do that. And um, – how has um, come, back, come, come back home from what from uh from Vermont from HWPO uh, summer camp? Oh, yeah, okay. We totally just changed the subject. You didn't tell me. Well, that's that's when when you change churches. No, 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 oh. no. Oh, changed. you changed churches before you moved. You changed churches changed, before you went up there. I changed churches when I quit my job in 2021. Oh, like right away. Okay. Yeah. I told myself a story in my head that you went away to HWPO and when you came back. That's when you switched. No, 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 no. Okay. I didn't go to church in Vermont. Oh, you didn't? No. 
oh, well, I think we just cracked the code, the problem. <laughs> we, that's probably one of the biggest reasons. <laughs> yeah, why didn't you do that? Um, Because we train on Sunday. Oh. And now do you train on Sunday? No. Oh, shit. You didn't, you didn't have to have a sit down with Matt and be like, look, listen, we got to work around Sunday. You got punished by God. Now I'm, I'm getting the whole thing. Yeah, it gets <laughs> weird. It got, it got weird. Yeah, yeah, it totally got weird. On the last episode, I told you I made CrossFit an idol. And that's kind of what I meant is like I, I put it above a lot of other things in my life just because yeah. I, I always said, hey, this is only for a little while. Like things will get back to normal, you know, after mm-hmm. things are done. And it, dude, like it just doesn't work that way. Um, and so, yeah, like for when I was in Vermont, I just didn't go to church. Um, and we just kind of put, you know, God on the, on the back burner and we gave him leftovers. So, so after you got off the show, it was a lot for me to process and I was processing it and I'm processing it. And here's one, here's, here's one of my, uh, pushbacks on you. Okay. You ready? When, when I had an internship and, um, I had an internship in LA and after the internship was over the, this, uh, it was at a, a television studio, big studio. And they said, Hey, we want to hire you on. You're really mm-hmm. good. We want to hire you on to produce a shit TV show. And I'm like, no, I, I, and I didn't, I wanted to go home back up to Northern California. And I'm like, and I made up this story. I'm like, no, I, I got to go home. My mom wants me home for the summer. And I told my mom that, and I got fucking, you know, slapped around. She's like, don't ever fucking use me as an excuse ever again right okay and when i heard when i heard um you say that thing about the idol i i got a little my spidey sense went off and i was like maybe jason is using god as an excuse as opposed to asking god for support did you feel me on that so like me i was like maybe he should have been like um uh god give me the, the strength and power to get through this not god i'm sorry i should have put you first and like maybe like i started like thinking oh shit i hope he's not like 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 you're putting like god god trans transcends the hierarchy mm-hmm. and so you don't have to worry about putting him first or second but you, but but you should lean on God as opposed to, to help you get through those times instead of like have him be a obstacle. <clears throat> or or so, am I totally misunderstanding? How, I I know it's a little confusing and I'm new to the game, but help me out here. Am I, am I onto something or no? You are. I mean, at the same time, like my I you know became a Christian in high school and I have a I have a very like pretty solid foundation with God. Like I'm never going to completely like disregard him in anything. And so when I say like I made him an idol, it's not like I completely just like, you know, said F with you. Like I don't, I don't even want to be a Christian anymore for a little bit. Like I still had a relationship with God. Um, there was, there was just some things that were misaligned in my own heart. Um, and it's not like I would, wouldn't like, you know, pray read sing all the things that like you sing you sing yeah worship okay um 
it's not like I would co- completely like not do those things. They would just, they would be very um, superficial when they were happening. They would be like a check the box. They would be like, a, let's just make sure I'm keeping God at arm's length away. Um, in Vermont specifically, when I say like I made him an idol is like CrossFit got way more attention than God. Um, and God is not insecure. God's not going to like force his way in my like, and he's not going to like force himself to be number one priority. Like if, if I, like he's, if I don't want to be with him or if I don't want to enjoy him, like he's not, he's not going to push back against that. He's just gonna be like, all right, that's fine with me. Um, he is kind and, and gracious to like continue to chase after you, um, to want your attention, but he's not going to force himself upon you. Um, and so in Vermont, um, he was CrossFit was an idol and, a lot of these things were just, uh, they were just put on the, they were, they weren't prioritized and yeah, it affected me a lot. What were were we talking about to get to this point? Uh, We were talking about what you said last time and about me processing it. Hey, you know, what's interesting about that too, the check the box thing too. I've seen people do that. Like who have like with their kids, like they, 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 they actually just say it. Like, hey, okay, I spent time with my kids. Like, and it's like a box they checked. Yeah, it's very, uh, and it, that always that trips me out. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> that's, 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 not, that's not a box you check. <laughs> it's, uh, I mean, it's, that's pretty unhealthy for sure. Um, well, it's, it, it's wasting your time. If you, if you, if it's just a box that you're checking, then don't even fucking do it. Well, I think it has to do is like obviously easing your conscious about making you feel like you did something. Right. Uh, right. Right. And I think it, it's the same way with like, you know, being a Christian is like, if I read my Bible today, I could check the box. Like, you know, I can at least feel like I'm getting closer. I can feel like I'm, you know, not completely, you know, stepping away from God, or if I go to church on Sunday, like I'm, I'm at least doing the right thing, you know, Do you read but nothing, no, nothing is going, nothing's really going on in your heart. It's just outward. Do you read the Bible every day? Yeah, I tried to, yeah. And, um, the same, the same one you have like one, like, like, Hey, that's mine. That's my Bible. Yeah. And, and where does it live? On my table right here. Always in the same place. Uh, no, it can move. It can move. Do you ever look for it? Like you come in the house and you're like, fuck, where's my Bible? Yeah. If I take it somewhere. What's your uh, wife's name? Grace Ann. Grace Ann. You ever be like, Hey, Grace Ann, where's my wallet and my Bible? And, and, and did you drink all the milk? (laughs) I don't take it out of the house. So, I mean, unless I, you know, go somewhere to read it. Are you a bad looker? What? A bad looker. No. I'm a horrible looker. Like I'll be to my wife, where are my keys? She's like, dude, did you check your pockets? I'll be like, Oh, oh. yeah, yeah. Sometimes I can be that way, but then sometimes I find some things that are lost because I just like search for them. Yeah. So I, I, I lose something every single day. I always find it, but my wife's so good at it. I think I she it's made me weak. I rely on her. Where's my wallet? There was something yesterday that I lost that I 
that I kept looking for. And she, w I mean, it was right in front of me and she looked at me and was like, she did. It, it frustrates me when I'm looking for something and she just waiting. She's waiting for me to find it because it's like right there, but she won't tell me it's there. Oh yeah. That's you gotta, you gotta, that's fighter. Throw her on the bed and fight her. Throw her on the bed. If you throw a girl on a bed, you could do anything you want to her. But if you like that's it's not abuse. But if if it's like standing up, you can't do it. But you throw her on the bed for that. Jeez. Um, oh, I would go crazy if my wife did that to me. I don't got time for that. Yeah. What so you go to Rogue. So so you come home from Vermont. You you're getting your god shit straight. You're settled yep. in. You 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 knowingly are going to the gym, just going through the motions, but yep. but kind of but kind of like uh, revving the engines down, but staying in shape. You go to Rogue. You know that you don't want to have whatever feelings you had at the game. The outcome there, you were not. You didn't enjoy that. Yeah. You go to Rogue, and and did you enjoy the outcome of that? The result. Yeah. I didn't enjoy it because I'm so competitive, but I can't be mad about it. Earlier, you sounded like you were pretty cool with it. Like, like the, let's let me go back. Let me tone it down a little bit. Did you enjoy the experience more than the games? Oh yeah, for sure, for sure, hundred okay. percent. Let me see if I can find this leaderboard. What the fuck is this leaderboard? Oh, here we go. Uh, you took uh, seventh place. Between Dallin yep. Pepper and uh, Travis Mayer. Between an old guy and a young guy. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and you could argue that um, Travis did good and Dallin shit the bed. Man, who knew Jay Crouch was so fucking strong? Crazy. He didn't... Uh... He's not a big dude, man. He's a, That's a petite man carrying a lot of muscle. You know that, right? That's not a big dude. He's not like you. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. We uh, He's more built like Bruce Lee. Oh, he's going to hate that. We were doing the deadlift together whenever it went to, like, the two two platforms. Mm -hmm. And, man, we were – it felt like every single bar was like, dude, there's I'm not – there's no way I'm going to do this. And he'd be oh, like – really? When you stepped no up, everyone, you were like, fuck, this is getting too heavy. Yeah, so he, did, he didn't even attempt – Um. I think 575 because I missed it. So like I, we, he, he barely, he barely squeezed out 565. I think. No, you did get 575. You made it. No, I'm saying he barely hit 565. I barely oh. hit 565. We oh. go up to 575. I barely make it. No, then he makes it. I'm talking about 585. Whenever we went to 585. Okay. He, he saw me not even get it off the ground. And then was like, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> hey, was that a PR for him? Oh, yeah. But like probably 40 pounds. Holy shit. I really both like us, him. For, for both of us. Yeah, he's you cool. Like, do, yeah, he's cool, right? Yeah, he is. He's fun. Him, him and Bailey Martin are fools, man. Oh, yeah. I want to get to know Bailey Martin better. Yeah. They're dope to have on. You should have, you should have them on at the same time. Yeah, that'd be cool. But Jay actually talks now, so like you can kind of have him on by himself too now. Oh yeah, maybe um, uh, yeah. Um, and I like uh, Jay's uh, chick. Um, was she there? Um, 
don't know. She's Maybe a four-time games athlete. Tiny little blonde girl. Fuck, why can't I remember her name? Someone will say it in the chat. Did you see her there? I don't know what she looks like. She's cool. I don't really usually like athlete couples too much, but I like her. <laughs> How about Laura Horvat commented on your post? Hold on. I, I want to come back to it. So, so I, I'm all over the place. Let me, oh, we'll talk about Laura in a minute. So we should call her. Oh, shit. Rogue's having a five, five item ship for $5. Really? Five items ship for $5. I want to click this so bad. Click what? Oh, but I'm doing a podcast. I'm not shopping. <laughs> you go to Rogue. You come back. You take you take seventh, which you could say is equivalent to 14th because there were half as many athletes as the games. If you want to no, compare, you cannot. You want to compare that. it to the. <laughs> <laughs> it's math. Um, you you have a you. What was the best you finished at the games? Seventh. Okay, so you got a first. You got a first at, at Rogue. And, and what and what arguably was the hardest event to get the first in? That was just fucking nuts. Too too many moving pieces, too many variables. Yeah. The duel. Um, now you come home, and um, have you had a debrief with uh, yourself or Marconi or Jr. or your wife? Like, okay, we're going now. Now we're going to start training for the games. We have not, honestly. Uh, we got back, and then we went. Me and my wife went up to a – we got a, a little getaway for a little bit. Um, we went to the Highlands, North Carolina, in the mountains. and so Just the two of you and the dog? Yep. Um, so we haven't had much time to really debrief, honestly. But uh, for now, there probably won't be too much of a, a change until I'm, like, actually, like, like ready to, like, rev it up. Um, because no matter what, like there is a little bit of like hunger, like getting back to me after, after rogue of like, okay, like I'm looking forward to train, but it's not nearly as like to the point where, where I want it to be. And so, um, yeah, we'll, we'll see how it goes for over the next couple of weeks. Um, but you still don't, whenever you say like, I'm going to, you train for the games, like that doesn't happen until like the last two, two months of going into the games. And so there will be a lot of like, I'm still in the off season for sure. Um, so like right I, after the open, you start training for the games. Uh, no, I mean, after semifinals, you start training. Wow. I don't know shit about training. Hey, what was this workout um, that you got 17th in event four? That was the ring muscle up straight handstand pushups, snatches, 10 rounds, Ring muscle ups, snatches, handstand push ups. So you're you're good at ring muscle ups, aren't you? I mean average. And you're good at snatches, right? You got a mean snatch, I hear. Average. And um so uh you got how many points did you get in that workout? Um how can I tell how many points you got in this? I got like twenty maybe. Okay, so let's say if you would have gotten eighty, let's say if you would have won that, um, you would have been on the podium. Yeah, if I would have won it. <laughs> yeah, listen, that was the only workout you had to change. Just think about that. If you if you took you first, say, you, you could say that about every other guy. Hey, I'm just saying you're kind of stoked. You have a 17th place because there's so much. Because there's so no, dude, you have the worst finish 
Yeah, but woulda, coulda, shoulda. You could literally say that about any guy. You could say that besides, about besides Rick. You and Ricky Garrard have the worst finish in the top ten, top ten athletes. That's what I'm saying though. But you have a lot of room to finish there, uh, dude. The worst finish that Jeff Adler has is eleventh. He he has nowhere to go. You're saying <laughs> you got a lot. You have a lot of room for improvement. I got. I, I, can... I got what you're saying. Yeah. One workout could take you. Like one workout can't take some people. Oh man, but Vellner got a thirteenth too. Man, Vellner had a Vellner got two. Man, you and Belt Vellner shit the bed on the last day. Yeah, we did. Both of you. We did. I think that's. I think that was that was where it was kind of annoying, because you know I was going into, I was going into Sunday in fifth place, um, and then on after the first event on Sunday I was in fourth. And yeah, I you was, got a third. You got a third in it. Yeah. So I was in I was in fourth place, and I was out of the podium by like maybe twenty points. Wow. Um, I was at the football game on Sunday, so I missed it. I would that would have been exciting for me. I would have been like, yeah. So I was like out out of the podium by like maybe twenty or so points, and then so like it's also like like I'm 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 at Rogue, and I know I'm like not necessarily ready to be at Rogue. Like we were talking about, yeah. But at the same time, like, but in reality, it's like I'm in fourth place right now. So how do you like juggle all the all these emotions? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and so like going into Rogue, it was like, hey, like I have no expectations. Like I do, I do want to do well. Obviously, I do want to like obviously be in the top ten um, and give my best, and you know, all that, all that jazz. But at the same time, it's like I can't expect. With with where I'm at mentally, emotionally, physically, I, I cannot expect to just go in there and like wipe the floor, like and and do really, really well, really well. Um, and so like there was like I tampered a lot of expectations and, and goals because of you know what we what we've been talking about over the last, like the, the last month. And so when I'm in fourth place, you can like almost I was almost feeling that like all this stuff like I just wanted to throw all of that out the window and like be on the podium and I felt like this itch again of like getting almost like this this greediness Ooh, uh, I like, like it a wanting wanting more than I I wanted more than like the work that I put in um like I wanted the result to be there but I know I didn't put in the work for the result that I wanted um and so like there was like this level of like whatever i get at the end of this this day sunday is what i deserve and so i was annoyed that i finished in seventh when it could have like i should have i wanted to be fifth um like after the after the the second event on sunday i came at 13th and that's when i was like okay the goal now is like let's just finish in fifth place that would be that would be a great like start to this 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 new season um get cut from the games barely squeeze into this this competition through the the qualifier and then i come in fifth at the qualifier uh or the fifth at the actual competition like that would you can't write it up any better than that um so that's what i wanted after going into the the last event i didn't i didn't necessarily train like a lot of these other guys train for this competition so it's like i'm i'll just take fifth like this will be pretty freaking dope if I'd take fifth after everything like that's been going on. Um, when I got in seventh, I was pretty annoyed 
but at the same time, like I couldn't be mad because of like the effort that I put in to be ready for this comp. Like I deserve seventh is what I'm saying. Um, but I was pretty annoyed that I didn't finish fifth. I, I felt this like greed of like this greediness of like, I wanted something that I didn't necessarily deserve. Um, and I felt like that, that was the only frustration. Um, I like, I lost perspective on that going into that last event of like, Hey, like I'm, I'm only, I had to like kept, keep reminding myself of like why I was there. Um, like I was, I, I went in without expectations. I temp, I tempered all my expectations. I was, I just wanted to, you know, go in there and give my best and do well, obviously, but like, remember why I do CrossFit. Like I, I had to completely take a different perspective than what I was, you know, going for at the games. And so that's what the mindset I went in with. And, uh, it did, like, I had a lot of fun going in for like that entire comp. Like I had, a, you could see it on my, on my face. Like I was a lot of, a lot of smiling, um, even on events, like I took last place, like I'd walk off and be like, hey, I mean, it's fine. Like this isn't the end of the world, you know, like I'm still enjoying my time here. All that just changed a little bit going into that last event. Like I just wanted, um, I just thought I was, I was starting to think about things that um, I wasn't thinking about going into that event. Like what will people think? Um, oh shit. You have a 19th too. The only person who got a 19, no one in the top 10 got a 19th except you. Yeah. Um, I said, yeah, I was like, listen to these people. You're with Pat Vellner, Jeffrey Adler, Roman Krennikov, Brent Fikowski, Ricky Garrard, Travis Mayer, Jason Hopper. I mean, it's a fucking, it's a crew. It is. Um, I'm just happy I beat Dallin. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah, pretty nice. You're only as good as your last comp. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Hey, is there anything you want from the um, Rogue website? Will you purchase it for me? No, I'm just just asking. Uh, no, I think I'm good. Because you just go to JR's gym and he got it all. You have a stairmaster. He gets he's he's pretty fed up with me about like, hey, I'll send him stuff. He'll buy it and then like I won't use it. Oh shit! <laughs> actually, we have a. I don't do that. I actually use all the stuff. What I do say is, hey, we'll split this. And uh, he'll buy it, and then uh, yeah, I just haven't got back to him. Yeah, you never paid your half. So there was like this. I think the first time this happened was in 2021. He bought a his the first flip sled. This was before the games in 2021. Uh -huh. And what are you looking up? Flip sled. The the thing like the big old thing that you flip. That'd be cool, chill. Um, oh, the volcano. The what? Does he have one of these? Look at here's a kind of flip set. Look at this one, the volcano. I know it's not this, but this thing's pretty. This is kind of a flip side. Interesting. That looks really fun, though. Two thousand bucks. The volcano. It looks like you could use it as a yoke. Dude, JR needs to buy that. Send that to JR. <laughs> okay, go ahead. So you had him buy. I am going to send it to him here. Yeah. Uh, say, say, Jason wants you to buy this. Okay. Uh, JR, <laughs> Jason wants this. Um. Okay. 
Yeah, so going into the two the twenty one games, they released the pig flip workout. Um, I think maybe two weeks before, maybe a week before, we actually left to go to, to the game. So two weeks, and so we had time to hit some of these workouts, and we he was like, "Hey, I'll buy you a fl- I'll buy a flip sled." Obviously, we used a pig, but you can't buy a pig, so we had to buy a flip sled. And he was like, I'll buy this, this flip sled. And when you win the comp, when you win this, this event, I want this money back oh, with yeah. the, cause you're going to get like three grand for winning this event. Yeah. Um, and I was like, deal, like no way. Like this was coming off the Mac too. So I was like, I'm going to win the every event. <laughs> <laughs> God, I miss the old Jason. I can't wait. To uh, that. And so I was like, oh, yeah, for sure. I'll be top three. I'll pay this back. And so he bought it. And I came in like last place. <laughs> Did you train with it a lot? Did you train with it a lot? Well, we trained with it a little bit. But, I mean, it was like the second event of the entire week. Like, I was at the game. It was my second event in the CrossFit Games. Like, I was just crapping, crapping bricks, bro. <laughs> um, and I came in last. And – uh. Yeah, I haven't painted back. Let's just say that. Um, so I'm in debt. So he needs a volcano. It's weird. I don't even see. I typed in flip sled on here. I don't even see. It, it doesn't even pop up. Like a shirt pops up. The rogue flip side shirt. Can you not? Flip. Flip sled. I tried it as one word and two words. Let's see. Yeah, I don't see it. I just get the volcano. Yeah, I don't know what the – you got to go to flipslide.com. No, I, n- I never leave Rogue. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, that was pretty, pretty funny. Do you use the Stairmaster? Every now and then, yeah. He has one, JR. Yeah, it, it wasn't that like kind of um, uh, one of um, um, Fraser's secret, re- secret weapons. Uh, I don't know if he used that going into the games at all. I think he bought that Stairmaster after he retired. And it was feel, like, oh, wow. This this thing? I feel like I feel like um, I heard um, Fraser say he spent a lot of time on that. You, you didn't do a lot of training on that thing when you were at um, – No, I did. Um, you did. I mean, they, me- they mess you up, dude. If you do a zone two on that for an hour, dude, I mean, your calves be an hurt. An hour. Yeah, normally what I would do is uh, do like go back and forth between a C2 and a Stairmaster. Holy shit. Dude, but stair that's dirty, dude. Jason, do you remember visiting the Ligma house? What's a Ligma? I have no idea. Let's look it up. Is that a, is that a fraternity? Do they sell maybe that's something they sell at Rogue, Ligma House. I'll look on the Rogue website. Ligma House, uh it took oh ligma joke ligma joke first gained popularity sound ligmai lickmai it's a sophomoric internet joke lick my it's it's a joke okay like lick my like <laughs> i got it i don't 
Me either. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I was feeling stupid. I appreciate you. Even if you do get it, I appreciate you coming back for me. Uh, uh, Matt Burns, Jason Hopper. Great to have you back on the Seven Podcast. Great to hear the importance of faith rekindled. Uh, did Matt suggest? Oh, did Matt ever suggest you not to go on this podcast? Never. Yeah, and 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 you we we talked about that last time. Yeah, we did. Yeah, and if he did, I wouldn't even be upset at him. By the way, either. But someone else suggested it to him, but not. <laughs> just not Matthew. Yeah. <laughs> um yeah moving forward um so so when does does anything change are there any changes in your day are you, are you kind of on um autopilot now cruise control come back from rogue keep the, just i've been like, playing i've been i want to get good at golf i saw that video but are you still healing? Do you think you're still healing emotionally, or do you think that Rogue, like, kind of like, it's kind of like, um, it it, it pushed over the memory of the games, right? Yeah, it did. Uh, just a little bit. Um, but it didn't. It pushed over the memory of the games, but it didn't, like, make me want to train anymore. Um, like, doesn't make me want to. Like, no matter how good I did it, you know rogue it still didn't make me doesn't make me want to put in three hours instead of two <laughs> it doesn't you're not like fuck if i would have just put in like an extra 20 minutes a day on this that's all hindsight you, ne you never really know um right. like what what happens if i would have finished fifth at, at rogue doing what i was doing would that give right. me like do i say hey like let's just ride the whole 90 minute wave all the way up until august <laughs> right yes you do that would be, be that would be crazy but would you it would if i came in fifth if i just got 10 more points then that would be like i could actually say that and people would be like you could but since i'm in seventh it's like oh you you probably should put in more time what if what if you get to um what what if it gets to like time to train like for the games yeah and you don't want to do it. Will you just force yourself to do it? Uh, I mean, that's kind of a like when I don't want to do it. You talking about like one day I don't want to do it, or like no, I, no. Like I mean, day. I mean, I mean, the open comes and you qualify for quarterfinals, and then for quarterfinals you do it and you qualify for semifinals, and now you're still only training two hours a day. Are you like, do you have a sit down with yourself and you're like, oh shit, like? now's the time you got to ramp up to four and then the little Jason Hopper inside, he's like, nah, I'm good. Jump. I mean, I feel like if it got to that point, honestly, um, I would have to, I would have to just keep doing, you know, what I feel is best, which would be, you know, still training two hours. Ramp up to four. No. Jason, didn't you like, no, tell you, like, you have to do stuff you don't like to do in life. Yes. Sometimes, but... sometimes, sometimes there's like a fucking something died under the sink and you got to reach back your hand back there and pull it out. And it's like, it's gross, but you got to do it. Like, and you you do, you do. And there's, there, there definitely is a time for that, but yeah. Yeah. you, this, this sport is so physically, emotionally demanding that it's, yeah. it's a little bit different. Like, okay. They expect me to just go run my head into a wall four hours yeah. a day. Yeah. Yeah. It's, 
different than, hey, I just got to, there's some chores that I need to do. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and I think, I think, I think people don't necessarily see that, that gray area. They're just thinking it's like black and white of like, hey, you quit following your feelings. Like you need to put your head down and just kind of go to work. And, you know, it's just different. It's, it's different. Like I, I ran my head into a wall for six months, like in the summer, look where it got me. Like, yeah. But look where look what happened when I just like you know take a step back. I came in seventh. It's not the obviously the greatest, but I mean it's better than getting cut. Um, hey, so dude, that, you, when you go to the games this year, I want you to wear a shirt then that says "I only train sixty minutes a day." <laughs> there is <laughs> there is that line that you gotta to find because I know what, I know what you're saying. Like there are those moments where it's like I don't want to do this because I want to be lazy. That's when you got to be like, all right, like, girl. Yeah, I get, I'm completely oblivious to that. Now you're talking about shit. I don't know. So uh, go on, go on. This is going to be good for me. Go on, educate me on this. The difference between being lazy and, um, like knowing what's best for you. Mm. Like, let's say a day comes and I'm, you know, emotionally burnt out, like I'm not recovering and I need to take a step back. Um, have you, you ever know. done a workout and you're like, I shouldn't have done that? I've never had that happen. All, I mean, yeah, for sure. Wow. We were doing a workout at in Vermont, and uh, it was – I asked JR to program it for us. Um, and it was me. It was at the beginning of the of the end of your falling out with uh, Fraser when you asked JR to program something for you in Vermont? No. <laughs> um, I asked JR to – I'll always ask JR to send me like a, a ton of workouts, even with working with Ashopia. Um, they, they were okay with it. Um, but I asked JR to write me a workout. I said, Hey, um, me and Jake Douglas and Kat are going to do a workout together. These are the movements that we need. We want to do some squatting. We want to do some rope climbs. We want to run and we want to do some push ups. all with a go ruck. Um, he sends me, a workout. We, I said, Hey, send, I want this time domain to be about 20 minutes. Okay. Um, he sends me a workout. It's one, it's, it's with a ruck, one mile run, a hundred air. No, it's a hundred air squats, 75 push ups, 10 rope climbs, one mile run, and then back down 10 rope climbs, 75 push ups, um, hundred air squats. So the air and, squats you only do once. What? The the air squats you only do once. That's the turnaround point. No, it's a hundred air squats, seventy-five push-ups, ten rope climbs, one mile run, ten rope climbs, seventy-five push-ups, hundred air squats. Oh, oh, okay, okay, okay. Dude, when I tell you this took me about an hour. <laughs> all of us, dude. All of us. Um, I was doing air squats. I was doing now this obviously is when, you know, this was deep into deep into a uh, game strain when things were like already, you know, bad. Yeah. Um, like I was already like pretty burnout and training. And so like, there was no, you know, not much intensity I was giving. Um, and so we got this workout and I remember doing air squats and doing like one, and then I would sit down on the pig. We had a pig right next to us. Yeah. Because it was just laying in the middle of the floor. And I would do I would do like maybe like two air squats and I'd sit down on the pig just because wow. I 
I was done, man. Um, and I went immediately into the ice bath and stayed there for like 20 minutes, man. Um, like it was the worst workout out of all games training. Um, you should do it. Um, I could probably give a little bit more effort now, but it was hot as hell outside. Um, Tell me the workout one more time. Tell me the workout one more time. I want to write it down. Tell me the workout one more time. All right. This is for all the people to do. Send me your times. I know everybody's going to do this. Um, With a go rep, 30 pounds, Mm -hmm. 100 air squats, 75 push-ups, 10 rope climbs, one mile run, Uh 10 rope climbs, 75 push-ups, 100 air squats. uh, the whole I, thing, I, was also, I was also kidding about it taking an hour. It took more like forty minutes. And, and you and you take you take the ruck off after no, the no no you don't take the ruck off. So the rope climbs you do with the ruck. Yeah. <laughs> and this and what about the put you take it off for the push up? Surely. No. What? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> okay, dude. When I said I want this to be twenty minutes, Jr. I had to take I had to take like two days off after that. So there's a the, the, there's a um a point that the difference is being just lazy and not wanting to do it versus hey, this is gonna make it so I I, I hate training. Yeah, I think there's a fine line. You gotta I mean, it's always about the next day when it comes to training. Like how is this going to affect not only today, but like, how's this going to affect my training tomorrow? How's this going to affect my training next week? How's this going to affect this season? Um, and there's, yeah. So like, how, how's this affecting, you know, all of that. And so whenever you like, I'm, I was, I'm dealing with, you know, whatever it may be, there is a difference between being lazy. Like let's say a workout, you know, I'm sluggish in the gym, and I need to do this. I need to do conditioning, but I don't want to do conditioning. Um, there's a difference between like being lazy and being like, hey, like, I don't want to do this because, you know, I'd rather be doing something else. And my mind is elsewhere versus, hey, I'm pretty beat up right now. Um, I'm going to protect myself. I'm going to protect my my sanity. I'm going to protect, you know, I'm going to prepare myself well to, to be able to, um, you know, train well over the next week, over the next, you know, month by saying no to this so I can say yes to something else later. Um, I feel like there's a, there's a difference. And I only I can make that gauge because only I know what's truly going on in my mind. Like no one's going to be like, no one's going to be able to, you know, know the difference unless it's me. I've know? never trained so much to where um, I would, I would rather be somewhere else. I can think of every, there's every day in my life. There's a point where I was like, fuck, I wish I was in my garage right now. Like seriously, like every day. But, but I mean, I, I, but I don't do what you do. Like I fuck around in the garage. You know what I mean? Like I'm on the yeah. indoor board. I'm doing some air squats. I'm fucking doing snatches with a 20 pound dumbbell. Right. I'm like fucking around. And what you're saying right. is, is you go there and you hurt so bad for so long that, you'll be in there and be like, fuck, I wish I was somewhere. I wish I was playing golf. I mean, yeah. I mean, you could I wish definitely. I was with my, I wish I was with my wife and my dog walking around, hanging out, laughing with her. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's a lot of different Crazy. scenarios. Um, That's like when Hiller told me that 
he's never had when he does burpees, he he doesn't have cardiovascular fatigue. He's never experienced it. He only experiences muscular fatigue. I can't even fucking fathom that order. That's interesting. Probably because he's, you know, on the roids. Juice is he, gills. He's still doing that. He took like he took like a hundred days off. He he hasn't started back up again. He's a mess. Oh, wow. Yeah, he's a he looks like a surf. He looks like a fucking stud surfer now. He looks like Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think there's a difference between you know being lazy and you know. It's not like that for you when you do burpees. You get metabolically fatigued before muscular fatigue. That makes me feel good. No, it depends on what it's paired with. But if I'm doing strict handstand push-ups where it's all triceps. And then I'm let, going let's say let's say a hundred let's say a hundred burpees for time. What what's the limiting factor? Um wind or muscle? Probably muscle. Fuck, that's nuts. Yeah, I don't I mean I, it's all I, I can't I, it, imagine that. It just depends on the athlete. I mean, if you get someone short and small, then it's gonna be more it's probably and who can't really breathe, who's bad at you know. Cardiovascular stuff, it'll probably be more cardiovascular. But if you get someone who's really cardiovascular and, you know, built with massive arms, then there's going to be a lot of lactate that builds up in those triceps. <laughs> there's not a whole lot of blood flow. Um, I was training with my boy Rafa, says Pool Boy. Oh, how was training with my boy Rafa Sanson? Sanson, he's a good dude. I was training with my boy Rafa, dude. Uh, Who is Rafa? Oh, I know Rafa. Is that um Allison Scud's uh boyfriend? No. Uh, oh. He's he's out of California, I think. Um, yeah, that is him. He's out of California. Oh, no, dude. No. Huge no, ass, no, huge no, quads, no, huge no. ass, huge quads, black hair. He looks like pool boy kind of. <laughs> no? Are you sure? Rafa's, Rafa's my boy. Um he came up in Why can't your boy be banging Allison Scuds? I don't know like why there's a married, dude. He's married. Maybe he's married to her. Let me see. He's not. I don't think that's him. No, it's not. I'm telling you. <laughs> okay, go on. How was training with him? You good, dude? Great, dude. Great, dude. He's, he went. Um, he went to semis last last year. West Coast semis. He he won the first event, I believe. Oh, is his name Raphael? Yeah. Oh, here's a picture of him with a pool boy. I lost it. Oh, he's an HWPO guy. Yeah, that's how I trained with him. He came up and visited Vermont. Oh, yeah, look at him with pool boy. Oh, he kind of <laughs> looks like me. He's like the Mexican version of me. <laughs> uh, do you keep wipes in the bathroom, Jason? Hard-hitting questions. No, don't. I do, but I don't use them. <laughs> They're for my kids. Uh, J Jason, are you headed to the Charlotte Classic? What's the Charlotte Classic? That, that's this um, uh, thing that um, Taylor does at his gym. Oh. <laughs> um, I might show up. If it has something to do with Taylor, um, no, I'll be there. Maybe. Um, I need to talk to Taylor. I need to call him. How often do you talk to him? 
it comes in the waves. Some days still text me every single day, annoy me. Some days, you know, I won't hear from him. We were actually supposed to do a a, a bike ride. We're looking for a bike ride to do. Um, so before I qualified for Rogue, there's this a competition that happened there in there in Rogue, but it's the Grand Fondu, and George Hincappy runs it. He was Lance Armstrong's uh, training or domestique when he was winning the tour. You use like three words that I've never heard of before, but go on. doesn't matter. <laughs> Which word? The domestique? All of them. The fondue and the, the, <laughs> just, you're, you're, you're just fucking big dick in me. But I, I, I don't mind. I like getting big dick once in a while. Go ahead. George Hancappy lives in South Carolina. And he was, he was Lance Armstrong. You know Lance Armstrong? I heard of him. Yeah, he's cool. What do you mean you'd heard of him, dude? What? Him. He, he's a bike rider. Greatest cyclist of all time. If you say so. Anyways, George Hancappy was his uh, domestique. You know what domestique is? Uh, no, like his... Uh, his, his servant. His, his man-child? Oh, his, his boy toy? Boy toy, okay. Domestique in French means servant. Okay. Um, it's basically his... Uh, which one were you gonna do? Which the tour, the Georgia Grand Fondu or the Florida Grand Fondu or the Highlands? The Highlands. No, Which one I mean it might it might not be on there because it already happened. Which one was yours called? I don't Grand Fondu. Okay, fine. But it's not it's none of those because it's already happened. Um, oh, stop! It is definitely one of those. Well, what were the dates on it? What were the dates on it? October thirty first. It already happened. And it was September 15th. No, it wasn't. <laughs> Go up, dude. Hold on. July, October. Here it is. Virginia's Blue Ridge Grand Fondue. Oh, dude, that's 2024, dude. Oh. <laughs> okay. Up. Okay. I see what you mean. It already happened like that. All right. It already happened. Um, so he was his domestique. One of your buddies was his domestique. Not no, I don't know him. I don't know oh. George. Um, oh. But uh, yeah, he was his domestique. Uh, he basically was the person that took on the headwind um, for Lance Armstrong. Oh no, shit! That's the guy who rides in front of him and then lets uh, uh, George Floyd pass him at the last minute. George who? Floyd. What's the guy's name? What's the bike rider's name? <laughs> Lance Armstrong. Lance Armstrong. He lets Lance Armstrong pass him at the last minute. Yeah, exactly. So that's exactly what that situation is. Um, so he runs this event, the Grand Fondue, and it was 80 miles through the some mountains up here. And me and Taylor were going, we're going to do it. I we had crush that shit. I would crush that shit. I mean, dude, Taylor doesn't even have a road bike. He was going to buy this bike last minute and just do, mm. think he could just ride 80 miles. No problem. I'm like, dude, no chance, dude. I rode. I've been riding, you know. Hold on up. one second. Hold on one second. Ken Walters, with all due respect, Sevi, can't you hear it happened already? I know, but just because it happened doesn't mean they pulled it off the website. They keep the old events on the website, too. I thought he was that full of shit. I didn't give a fuck that it already happened. didn't even make sense to me what he was saying. <laughs> old events are still I can still find the 2022 Rogue Invitational on the Rogue website I bet, I think No you can't dude, it's over oh. bro It's called updating man Fuck, okay people so you're live, gonna do this People are living in the future man Who cares about the past 
Okay. Okay. Go on. Uh, so, so you were going to do the grand fondue with Taylor. He didn't have a road bike. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't have a road bike. I was the one training for it. This was leading into the games. I was actually training for the grand fondue more than I was training for CrossFit. Um, this was before the qualifier. Once I made the qualifier, kind of stopped because I was like, all right, I got to do rogue. So there's no point for me to keep biking. Um, but I actually enjoyed biking. Um, Wait, you were training for the Grand Fondue prior to the 2023 CrossFit Games? No, this was after the CrossFit Games. Oh, okay, prior to Rogue. Okay, okay. Got prior it. to Rogue. Got so okay, okay. I got back. The only thing I wanted right. to do was ride ride a bike. Yeah. Um, so I was – Dude, you're a mayhem athlete. I'm not, dude. Okay. Uh, so I kept riding – they ride uh, mountain bikes. I was on a road bike. Um I asked was, Rich if, he's, if he knows you. He said no. He said he's seen you at events, but you're always got you have your game face on, so he don't want to fuck with you. But he said he would talk to you. But he says whenever he sees you, you have your game face on, like you're talked, like. I've talked to him before. Oh yeah. Yeah, I mean we know each other. Oh yeah, yeah. He said he said yeah, it's cool. But he just said like when he sees you at events, like you're you're you know. He said you don't I mean, fuck yeah, with guys can... when they have their game face on. Yeah, I would say we we definitely cross paths at uh some serious moments for sure. Hey, you, um, you should uh, go on a bike ride with him and take some pictures for Instagram. That would really fucking shake shit up. Get the fucking people talking. I would, I would love to go on a bike ride. With <laughs> I'll go on a bike ride with him for sure. Uh, with anybody reading, reading, reading the Bible across America, you guys could just be like on a, on a, um, I want to do, I want to go, um, do some stuff with Josh, Josh Bridges. He invited Listen, me up to Colorado um, to do some crazy stuff. Like bike riding or hunting? No, neither. I don't think he doesn't ride bikes. What would you do with Josh then? I don't know. Some Navy SEAL stuff. Oh, he's cool. You guys would get along good. You got, I could see you guys getting along good. Yeah. Um, some great, f- uh, f- uh, he, he's, he's littler than me. I know. I mean, I'm me and him are me and him are cool. I know him. Josh. Yeah. What, like what? Like you talked to him on Instagram once? No, dude. Me and him are locked in, bro. Hmm. <laughs> you know what that means? <laughs> Get with the times, bro. Brandon Lecoq. Dude, uh, where at? You have where a place at, to dude? stay in Colorado. I've got a full gym, hot tub, and cold plunge. Dude, I want to come hunt some elk this year in Colorado, man. Tell me where. If he says Montrose. I'm there, dude. Do you know who Scott Vanderslut is? Vanderslut? Do you know who that is? No. Oh, he's the film guy for uh, Mayhem. Okay. Let me see if I can find his Instagram. Dude, this I want to come. I want to go hunting out there. If there's anybody listening to this right Scott now, Scott Vanderslut, dude. Has a place for me to stay out there. This is the guy. This guy, and I heard this guy's. This guy's crazy fit too. Crazy, crazy fit. This guy is the guy that whenever Rich goes somewhere, this guy get, films it so that Rich can make it a tax. Oh, fuck me. So that so that Rich can make it a tax write off. Right. So if this guy films it, I got to hang with this dude at uh, at the games. Anyway, go with this. Look at look at go with this. Go with these guys. Dang. Just invite yourself. Oh, yeah. Just invite myself, huh? Dude, everyone wants to hang with you. You're so cool. You're so easy. Oh, my gosh. 
Um, it would be dope, though. Would you ever get into fighting? No, dude. Yeah, dude, look at that. That's amazing. That's fucking gruesome. I just want to kill an elk, dude, one time. Why is this thing in a white bag if it's bloody? Why not put it in a red bag or a black bag? I don't know. Go to the next picture. I want to see what he killed. Listen, Eric, Cam Haynes would run laps around Hopper. Hopper could Hopper would throw fucking Cam Haynes off the fucking mountaintop. Tumbled down there like a little schoolgirl. Dude, I know who Cam, dude. He commented on one of my pictures um once. What did you ask uh, me to do? To do what? Go to the next picture? Yeah, go to the next one. I can't believe oh, yeah. how big that thing is. Killed a little cow. How come Rich does the um, marks under the eyes and the other guys don't? I don't know. I guess we're not Christian. Oh, you think that cross is a Christian cross? <laughs> wow. I didn't even see that. That's what Tim Tebow used to do back in the day. <laughs> did he? No, not Tim Tebow. Uh, Tua. Tua did that, I think. Wait, didn't he? I Fuck, I don't know. I, don't, I, I only know Tyson Bajan. I think Tua, Tua does that. Oh, he does. Look, dude. He definitely does that for the Christian effect. You looking? No, I was I was looking at this lady, this girl's boobs in this wedding picture. But look at this. Look. Um, what? Uh, oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, shit. Okay. My wife just texted me and said I'm late and the car doesn't have gas, so I need to make extra time. <laughs> All right. Thank you for doing this this morning. This was fun. Who are you going to vote for uh, for president? Uh, Nikki Haley. Oh, God. <laughs> Woman's place is in the fucking kitchen. Dog, what do you mean, dude? And making oh, babies. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, yeah, hold on, hold on. Yeah. Nikki Haley is literally like Donald Trump's like right hand person. No, she sucks. Are you serious? Yeah, I can't stand her. Tell me why. Because when she talks about stuff, she doesn't she I, I like when Trump talks about stuff. Like he he like pins shit down. He'll be like, Look, we're not gonna allow trannies into the reading hours at the elementary school anymore. I'm like, Okay, I like that. I'm cool. But there's so many tricks. But there's, she doesn't do that. She just like kind of like talks up in the ether. Like when they talk about climate change, she's not like Vivek Ramaswamy's like, hey, it's fucking bullshit. <laughs> By the way, did you see Bill Gates is walking back climate change? No. Oh, we have so much to talk about. Okay, well, I like it that you like it. Hey, you know what? I'm just like it that you had someone. I'm impressed you had someone. I mean, she's she was the South Carolina governor a couple years ago. She was? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, 12 daily doses. Trump pinned shit down. He pinned your mom down. So what? Grab a handful of pussy. Sorry, I, you're a man of God. I need to calm down. We went to uh, we went to high school with her, her daughter, so it's kind of like we have to vote for her. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't want to root for Jason Hopper for, to win the Cross the Games, but he came on my podcast. It kind of got, got to now. <laughs> All right. I love right. you, dude. Thanks for coming on. All right, later. Good man, thank you. Bye. Oh, uh, wow. All of a sudden, one of my favorite. 
what happened to him? He went from can't talk to will talk to does talk to fun to talk. He fucking, he traversed the whole fucking talking thing. I have so much I want to talk to you guys about. Oh my goodness. But I have to go. Uh, love you guys. Uh, tonight, today at four o'clock, um, the CrossFit Games update show. It will be uh, Pedro from uh, Ireland. It will be uh, Taylor Self from the Self Made Training Program. And of course, John Young from JY Barbell, the official um, uh, CrossFit Games uh, analyst for the Seven Podcast, um, will be here. And uh, I'll see you then, 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Have a good day. Love you guys. Bye bye.